Yep, it's that time again. And guess what? The new defensive coordinator nailed his pressure. I'm going to tell you all the things he said. There were music to my ears here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We always thank you for making us your first listen. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, where you can subscribe for free. That's right. Subscribe for free on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Hit the bell so you receive notifications each and every time we drop an episode. And then wherever you get your podcast that you listen to when you're in your car or at work, at lunch, sneaking, Make sure you tap into that location every single day to make sure you don't miss the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Shout out to the Everydayers for joining me every day. You can be an Everyday too, and all you got to do is join us every day. How about that one? Big day today, man. Ryan Nielsen, the new defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, had his presser. I'm impressed and I'm not usually one that is over the top impressed because I've, I've said in the past coaches, um, they know how to talk that talk. Now coaches and GM, they, they can make it sound really, really good and have you running through a brick wall. He hit all of the magic spots today. Uh, talked about a lot of things. So we'll get to that. Why I think he crushed it. The Jaguars defense will be aggressive. That means we probably won't see defensive ends backing up, right, and going out to the flats. Everything's in front of you, downhill. We're going, we're going downhill. We're going to be aggressive. Why I think that's so important and why I think this is a really good time for the GM, Trent Baalke, to really show his stuff, right? And I'm going to give you my overall takeaways and impressions and how I think the fan base is going to respond and react to this. It's going to be renewed, renewed optimism. This was a good day. It was a very good start because we always talked about messaging. Now, game's got to get played, so we're not going to sit here and act like this is going to score any points on the field for the Jaguars. I think this got to take care of itself, but it's a good day. So let's get right to it. Ryan Nielsen spoke with the media today and uh, talked about uh, his coaching tree, where you know he came from, the, all the guys that he gave a lot of credit to, Ed Orgeron, he was at Ole Miss. All of the he talked about Pete Carroll, a lot of people that he gave a lot of credit to for uh, his success, and uh, he was very, very reflective about looking back, and he he realizes how blessed and fortunate that he was uh, to have been in certain rooms with certain people, and how special that is uh, retroactively. So just looking back and, 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 you know, just really letting, letting you know that he, he's a, he's an appreciative guy, family guy. Um, he's going to meet the players. Like he's been talking to him a little bit. He says they need a little bit of a break right now, but he, he he's talking about right now. We're not even worried about how, how guys are going to play. We they went over that briefly. He basically said right now it's about getting to know where they, where they're from, who they are, their family, and that falls right in line with what I have been told by people that I reached out to and I asked them about Ryan Nielsen. And 
I'm a little bit torn here and I wasn't, I, I'm not really torn, but I'll explain what I mean by that. I know, I personally know someone who was on the staff who lost a job, right? So it, there's, there's a part of me that believes that those guys were a scapegoat a little bit, but also that I understand that the, ne the necessity of having to make a change. And uh, we got to remind ourselves here that Doug Peterson knows Mike Caldwell very well. I think they were teammates along with being on the same coaching staff in Philadelphia. So they know each other very, very well. And I'm, I'm, I'm certain that it, it probably broke Doug's heart a little bit to have to make this change. But if you're going to make a change, you got to hit a home run. Messaging has to be correct. And how a guy wants to, how he wants to play, what he, uh, what, how he's yoked. And that's what I'm looking for. How he's yoked, uh, what means a lot to him. And for me, it, Ryan Nielsen hit a home run. Because all of the things that I thought the Jaguars were lacking, he prioritizes as something that he wants to get done. All of the things that did concern me prior to um, the staff from last year getting fired, they don't concern me anymore because they won't be happening. Um, I'm very, very pleased with the number of things. We'll get into the specifics of that here in segment two here shortly. But but I'm extremely happy. We've talked so much in the past about having bad messaging or coach speak. Uh, he, he didn't do a lot of that. He, you know, he sounded like a coach, but what he did today more than anything was just go out and be able to articulate exactly what it is that he wants out of this football team, what he wants it to look like. Um, he didn't use this word, but what I gleaned from his comments is they're not going to look for an identity. They know who they are and they know what they want to be, and they're gonna, it's gonna be hell and hot water. They're gonna, they're gonna put that identity on tape. And that's who they're going to be on the field. They call it Jaguar football. We're gonna play Jaguars defense. I absolutely love that. I love it. Not as much as I love the next thing I'm about to tell you that he said. That they weren't gonna worry about scheme as much as putting guys in a position to be successful. They're going to put guys in, in positions to be successful first. If those guys are successful, the scheme is going to work. How many of y'all have been listening to this podcast for years and you have been hearing me scream that from the mountaintop? I have been saying that because it is something that I actually got. And I'm going to tell you where I got the idea from. When he was a Jaguar and I was still doing terrestrial radio, we had Malik Jackson on our show. I believe it was every Tuesday Malik came in and I talked to him off the record. It wasn't necessarily off the record, but it was just we were off the air. Right. It wasn't like it was a secret. But I asked him about Wade Phillips. He says Wade Phillips was like his favorite coach ever when they were in Denver. They won a Super Bowl. And I asked him, I said, you're going to play five technique? He said, no, I'm playing three technique. I'm not playing five technique. I said, didn't you play five technique? Y'all ran a three, four. You kind of, he said, not really. He says, uh, I was a three technique in Denver. I was like, really? And he was like, I said, in a three, four? He said, Wade doesn't do that. Wade, wherever you play. And later we saw Wade Phillips do the same thing with Aaron Donald. They ran a three, four, and he was still a three technique, right? So I'm sitting there thinking, this is just the elementary way that I looked at everything is that, if you're a three technique, you played next to a nose tackle. 
I had no idea back then because I was, that's why I try to steer everyone away from alignment and alignment and scheme are two different things. If you don't believe me, Steve Wilkes got fired. He's run a four, three his entire life or a four, two, five, right. In, in, in a nickel. Well, there's a philosophical difference between him and the 49ers. So he lost his job. But the one thing about that is the 49ers run a four, three. So if it's not universal, like just because you say four, three alignment and scheme are, are two are not the same thing. So that's why I don't focus as much on that as I do focus on, how they play it and what they lead with. The Jaguars are going to lead with aggression coming forward with an emphasis on tackling and an emphasis on not giving up big plays. They're going to be a, a, a they're going to play press. It's going to be man and they're going to bail sometimes. They're going to mix it up. But they're going to be an in your face team. They're going to be an in your face team. This pro- pro- provides an opportunity for Trent Baalke to go out and draft in-your-face players. So when I found out who they were, who they hired, that's why all of the free agency talk that I have spoken about on defense has centered around certain things, guys that tackle well and guys that can cover and that are very aggressive. That's why you hear me always talking about guys like Legereus Sneed. That's why you hear me talking about at, at my first inclination was Nate Wiggins and, and the corner out of Clemson. And then I was talking about Kool-Aid McKinstry. And I don't think Terry and Arnold is going to be there, but I'll talk about him too, right? So that's where I get that from. This is also something else I tweeted out, that if they go and draft a linebacker, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised if they fall in love with Edger and Cooper and sign Edger and Cooper because he is a tackling machine and he comes with violence. He, I'm telling you, he's going to go to one of those teams that runs that defense that the 49ers are in with Fred Warner and, and Greenlaw and somebody's going to snatch him. And I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco is the team that drafts Ed, Edger and Cooper now that Greenlaw is probably going to be gone for the year next year and plug him right in next to Fred Warner. Those are the type of players that get after it. And if you saw the championship game, once the Chiefs went to man-to-man, Spagnola even said it. I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you exactly what Spag said. And I'm going to apply it to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'm going to tell you exactly why it's an important deal. Good day for the Jacksonville Jaguars so far. We will continue in just a second here on Lockdown Jaguars. I'll let you know exactly what I saw in the Super Bowl, what uh, Steve Spagnolo said, and why I think it pertains to Jacksonville also. We'll do it in just a second here on Lockdown Jaguars. Okay, man, all of us go through things in life sometimes, and sometimes you just can't get yourself out of it, right? You don't know where to start. You don't know where to begin. Uh, I used to be one of those folks that I sort of shied away from therapy, all right? So this message is brought to you by our sponsor, which is BetterHelp, okay? BetterHelp is there for just that reason. When you lose your way and you need therapy and you want to get therapy and you, you you want to do it in a way that if you're embarrassed, if you're a little bit ashamed or whatever, you can do it online, right? BetterHelp is the absolute truth, man. I'm trying to tell you, I have gone through therapy, gone through divorce, gone through uh, death and loss of life. And sometimes you just can't get it back on your own. So BetterHelp is right there for you, man. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on 
and you'll get 10% off your first month. Give therapy a try. If you're thinking about therapy, BetterHelp is exactly that. Help. BetterHelp.com slash locked on. Segment number two here on Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We always thank you for making us your first listen. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you right now, home run, home run. And I'm going to, you know, I did a podcast uh, Monday after the Super Bowl, and I said, how far do you think the Jaguars are away from playing like that? And what I mean by that is having that sort of identity where it's identity, it's good on good. Identity versus identity. Somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose, but you can still marvel at how well the game was played, right? I think Ryan Nielsen was exactly what if I, I just try to imagine that Doug Peterson and uh, Trent Baalke or whoever they went, they went through the uh, right before the off season and they were sitting there thinking everything that you thought was wrong with the defense or everything that you felt that this team needed moving forward. I can imagine now if what the interview was like with Ryan Nielsen, because he hit all of those boxes. He checked them all off, man. Checked them all off. The emphasis on tackling. One of the things that I brought up is how well the teams in the playoffs that made the late run in the play, how well they tackled. The speed, the identity, and 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 the uh, the way that they went about their business and uh, situational football. Like everybody knew what they were supposed to be doing, right? The absolute aggression. It feels like no player was ever put in a position uh, to do something that they weren't capable of doing, right? Bill Belichick always talked about doing your job, doing your job. Well, it's easy to do your job when the job that they're asking you to do is what you do well. And I get the feeling that Ryan Nielsen is that type of guy. Now, I got this little fear, and I'm going to tell you what the little fear is. The little fear is he's so good he ain't going to be here long, that somebody's going to hire him as a head coach. I really like the mustache, too. I got to tell you that I like the stash. Um, I'm sure Shad probably likes the stash. But what he said out of his mouth, it, it appears that what they're going to lead with, they're going to lead with aggression. They're going to lead within your face. I saw something that uh, Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo said the other day. He said that they were getting crushed in zone. They had to get out of it because the kid was too good. He, he was talking about Brock Purdy. So he's too good. He's carving us up. We had to get out of that. So basically, he put the onus on the DBs. Hey, look, we're going to be man to man. We're going to be man to man. We're going to be aggressive. We can't run from the grind. Basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what I think he probably said. Uh, we're either going to win or lose with y'all. But we ain't going to sit back and not be aggressive. We, we are going to attack everything. Everything, keep everything in front of you and tackle well. The Chiefs did that for an entire half and won that football game because they were able to get that done in the second half. It was a totally different game. And they have the personnel to do it. Nielsen says that he had, there's a lot of talent here, that there's some talented players. Didn't really specifically talk much about anybody. He was asked, I think, I don't know who asked the question, but they asked about Trayvon Walker. I think it may have been Hayes Carline. Um, like what they see in Trayvon, whether he'll play inside or outside. If it wasn't Hayes, I'm sorry, but uh, it was a real good question. He says, we'll see. We'll see. And I'm sure he has an idea already. He says he's watched like 10 snaps, uh, but you, you have to wait. You have to wait to see where wherever a guy lines up is going to be where he's the, the most successful. They're not going to worry about scheme. They're going to put a guy in a position to be successful. 
And it sounds like there's enough scheme flexibility to, to, to move around and, and get people to do what they do. If you're looking at just pure talent, Trayvon Walker is the most talented player on that defense. As far as physical traits, um, just pure athleticism, I think he's the most talented player in the defense and one of the most talented players on the team. There's just been this overriding question over a long period of time whether he'll be better inside or outside. And I noticed what Nielsen said. Nielsen said, well, if he rushes better from the outside, we'll leave him there. If he rushes better from the inside, we'll put him there. Notice he said rush, coming forward, not in coverage, rush. If Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker can get 27 sacks collectively, when sometimes they're not even rushing the passer, what can they get if they're full-time pass rushers? You see that game the other day, the big game, the one where Usher performed at halftime? You notice what everybody did? The pass rushers were coming forward to affect the game. They weren't backing up. You notice those guys, how they tackled real well in the open field on both sides of the ball? Yeah, that's what the Jaguars need. And I don't think they do that very well. Uh, you can go back to week 17 and you see how they didn't tackle Tajay Spears and they didn't tackle Derrick Henry. I think it's an attitude. I think it's about wanting. You have to really want to be there. You have to want to do it. Under Ryan Nielsen, that's exactly what he is going to emphasize. And I always talk about what you lead with. There are some people that lead with thinking and and reading and reacting and, and being intelligent and smart. There are some team people that, you know, want their defense to be led with just brute brutality and force. And then there are some teams that actually do both. Here's what I think. I think I'm going to tell you which one of those things are most important to me in segment number three and give you my takeaways. That's what I think. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think in just a second here on Locked on Jaguar. But before I do that, I got to let you know about today's sponsor, which is game time, man. You're trying to buy some tickets to anything, anything. Game time is the place for you. The game time app is that big. If it was a person, I'd say it was him, right? I had to get tickets at the last minute to a concert. You think I panicked? No. I got in touch with game time. And instead of having someone say to me what my mom used to say is, your lack of planning is not my responsibility and is not my urgent. No, game time doesn't tell you stuff like that. Your lack of planning is exactly in the wheelhouse with what they want to do and what they can do for you. They'll get you tickets to anything you want and they'll do it at the last minute possible even before even when the event starts the game time app man that's where it's at and that's where you need to be download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase i'll say it again download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for twenty dollars off download the game time app today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed All right, third and final segment here on Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channel app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app 
I like aggression over all of that thinking. Because I think football players can be football smart, but they can do it instinctively. Okay? I want you to think and then react. I want you to, to instinctively know exactly what it is you're supposed to do and to do it with a, a figurative baseball bat in your hand. I don't want nobody hitting nobody with no baseball bat. I do want the other players on the other team to feel like they're going to be hit with a baseball bat or they've been getting hit with a baseball bat the entire game. That's a mentality. That's a mentality. It's also uh, good to know from a player perspective that these guys will know that this coach wants them to be successful individually, to be put in a position to do the things well that they do well. You can teach them how to do stuff that they don't know how to do. Of course, you're going to advance. But the key at this point, at this level, is to know exactly what guys do and put them in a position to do it well. Why is that big for Trent Baalke? Because it's very specific. You go into free agency, you see a dude out there, and you point to him, and Nielsen says, yes, I can use him. I know exactly what I'll do. That's his skill set. Point to another guy. Yes, I can use him too. I know exactly what he needs to be doing. And because a guy is a defensive line coach by trade, when you heard him today talk about coverage and you heard him talk about how he likes the secondary to play, this is not a situation where there was some concern over Joe Cullen back. I remember the talking, you know, behind the scenes with people. They were worried about the back end, right? And there's been so much talk, especially with Steve Wilkes being let go about the back end, matching the front end and all of this stuff. Steve was the DB coach. And they had to call a timeout because Kyle Shanahan didn't like whatever. I don't think you're going to get that here. One, because Doug Peterson isn't really that way. And two, and it's not it's not an abnormal thing for a coach to say, hey, man, call a timeout. I don't like that look. But it is a little bit abnormal for that to happen. And then all of a sudden, the coach is all demonstrative. is like looking for a way to let y'all know I'm going to fire this dude. You know, all of that weird stuff, right? Even with Doug firing Mike Caldwell, Doug never really in public said anything now i did her i heard rumblings that he told some people hey we're all coaching for our life here you're coaching for your job you're playing for your job and you're coaching for your job right down the stretch so i did hear him say that but that didn't hit public until uh you know it, it, it never got public until they got fired when they got fired it's like they just need to move in a different direction in the direction we all thought like how are they going to play this is what i want to see the jaguars do this is exactly what ryan nielsen talked about today exactly what he talked about today he also mentioned that uh he he was asked about the staff additions he said they'll make the announcements soon still moving along and and all of this but you could almost see that he didn't necessarily want to dish out too much of that information but he says there's some guys that he's worked with some guys that he hasn't worked with some guys that he's coached before so now i guess google's gonna get to work and people are gonna start looking and trying to figure out who is he talking about right um I do like the fact that I, I like their additions. I, I like who they've already hired uh, to man the secondary. I really, I really, really do. I, I like his approach. I like how he thinks. I like the fact that he has experience uh, with some people that are going to be on the staff so they know exactly how they want to play, what they want to do. And then I also like that he's leaving that room in order to put these pieces in place with these players to see what everybody does well look at some more film, look at some more tape, get them in the building uh, for many camps. I'm interested to see now what they're approaching free agency. Now you can all do, now that you've heard him, 
it's funny now when this is why i say you got to take everything that you hear these guys say and you got to really really look beyond what they're saying trent said trent balky said oh, i ain't running man to man all the time he does more than man to man no nah, he said he's gonna run man to man he just said he's gonna press and then he's gonna he's gonna pray press man and then press bail right so they're always going to be an in-your-face team. They can switch up and give a few zone looks. But they're also going to run two, two deep safeties, split safeties, it sounds like, because they ain't trying to give up big plays. Instead of having Andre Sisco, for years you've seen everybody try to turn people into Earl Thomas, right? And it, 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 Earl Thomas was a special player. I actually think Pete Carroll ran that defense because Earl Thomas was Earl Thomas. So everybody trying to, to blueprint that, and you heard you remember the terms auto leo and all of this gus bradley drove me crazy not because they kept saying auto and leo and all of that but because of what it represented and what it represented was they were trying to replicate and duplicate and find guys to fit what they did in seattle whereas now what you're what you're hearing and what it feels like they're going to do is we're going to take the best player and i'm going to figure out a way to put him in this defense and figure out a, let my defense work around this guy there was i forgot who it was it, i don't know if it was wade phillips or somebody else but somebody said if you got a good football player that doesn't fit your scheme you probably need to change your scheme now you you get you're in a situation where defensively they don't have to find a match they just got to take the most talented guy that they see and say no they're gonna put him right there like it, it's like you're taking it's like you take a chef right you get a chef and you take him and he likes seafood but you take him to seattle or you take him to san francisco and you take him down to the dock and he got and he's got the most beautiful fish he's ever seen in his life you want that you damn right i want it. what are you gonna do with it i'll figure it out well this isn't on the menu it's gonna be on there today it's gonna be on there today that's what that's like it's like it's too good to pass up i want it and guess what i'll figure out a way to put it in in this system and it's gonna work and it's gonna be effective that is what i'm talking about y'all that's what i love because you still get the best player and now that you have a coach that's smart enough to figure out how to use that best player in scheme that means there's scheme flexibility to the point where you don't have you don't have this hard hard fit with these guys that's hard to do man it's hard to win and it's even more difficult in the nfl to win when you're trying to just say okay this is how we want to play this is these are the kind of guys we need and it's a very specific guy that's hard to replace I remember when I was in the military, they were like, look, y'all going to be qualified on everything. Might not be your place on this fire team or this security response force team. But that, so they did that because if one of y'all went down, the other person, you could do his job and yours. So football is a little bit different. But having guys that are vers versatile, playing in a scheme that is versatile and tailor made towards those guys abilities, the people that you're going with. Even substitutions, when you sub another guy in, you might not keep running the same thing because this guy is better at that, right? So this changes my opinion on Tyson Campbell now. Press, bail, sounds like something Tyson Campbell's good at. I might be wrong, tell me, but it seems like he is better at that than he is a press man. He's a press, bail. Uses physicality, but also 
the threat of the aggression, the wide receivers watching the quarterback. The last time he looked, the dude was in his face, and you think he's going to get jammed. While he's trying to unjam, this dude's just backing up, confusing the quarterback. They're going to rush the passer, giving the quarterback more to think about post-snap because what he saw pre-snap ain't what he sees now. And then the next time you come out, now you're impressed, man, and guess what? You're still up in his grill. And he thinks you're going to back out, but this time you jam his receiver up, screw the timing up, and now you get the pass rushers coming in. I just love that. Uh, I am very, very optimistic. I'm very, very optimistic that hiring Ryan Nielsen has also made Trent Baalke's job easier. And if it makes it easier, that means he's less inclined to make a mistake. I'm praying for you, Trent. I hope you get it done because the Jaguar fans want it. They need it. But today they got something that they have been waiting for. And it's some good news, man. And it sounds like this dude absolutely knows what he's exactly what he wants, what he's going to lead with, and what he's talking about. We know what we're talking about, too, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's why Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. All right, man, I got a DB doctor, one of my partners who trains corners. He coached in college, and now he trains corners. One of the dudes he trained back in the day, Terry and Arnold. I'm going to have him. It's Michael Cornegate. I'm going to try to get him on for tomorrow's show, but if not, I'll record with him on the weekend, and you'll hear from him. I want to do a little bit more of this. I'm going to try to get some coaches, not just necessarily know specific players, but just know these positions so they can explain. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get Corner Gay on here and I'm going to talk about explain to me the difference between press man and press bail. And I'll let a cornerback, a guy who played a big time football at Florida State, I'm going to let him tell you about it. So look forward to that here soon here on Locked on Jaguars. We're your team every day. We always thank you for making us your first listen, man, and we'll see you tomorrow.